want to teach you this morning about being a wilderness explorer someone who has been in the wilderness someone who has been through the wilderness somebody who has experienced the wilderness every one of us will experience at some point and right now this entire world is in the wilderness i want to talk to you about the troglodyte the troglodyte a troglodyte is a person that is in the wilderness the troglodyte we praise him in the wilderness nas the deer
message this morning is for someone who feels you are in the wilderness and God is not answering. You're in the wilderness and God is, is, it just seems like he's not there. You feel like you're in the weakest, hardest, loneliest, darkest place in your life. And it seems like God is not coming through for you. I want to encourage you this morning that we are in the wilderness and you're going to come out to your promised land. We will see our promised land. You will see your promised land. Please show appreciation to this team behind me for leaders of praise and worship. Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord. Firstly, a very, very big uh, thank you on behalf of my parents and my family to everyone that served this past weekend for graduation 2021 and making it such a huge success. We want to thank you for every one of you that served and we want to appreciate you and honor you and respect you and say a very, very big thank you from my family, my entire family to your family for your sacrifice and dedication and the way you serve in this building, in this church, um, in this environment. It, it's, it's appreciated. Amen. All right, you ready for the word of God? All right, Matthew chapter 3. Take out scripture. Take out your word. Take out your word. Uh, you know, we, we, we look at scripture and we think to ourselves, what is scripture? What is the word? And you look at me and you'll tell me the Bible. That what you have in front of you is a Bible. It is a book. The Bible says that in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. In the beginning there was no Bible. There was no book. The Word is what is in that book and when the Word comes out revelation that is when the Word touches and heals and manifests. It's not the book that you have in your hand. It is the Word that you have in your heart. Get, a, get rid of the book take away the book but the word of God remains forever in your spirit in the beginning was the word what word the word that is in your arm take away the book there was no Bibles in the beginning nobody had a printing press in the beginning to print out a book that is what scholars and, and human beings did but in the beginning was the word so the word of God Matthew chapter 3 reading from the beginning Matthew chapter 3 from uh, not from the beginning verse 1 I mean from our first text verse 16 down Matthew chapter 3 verse 16 down when he had been baptized Jesus came up immediately from the water and behold the heavens were open to him and he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove you feel it you feel it I'm trying to set a mood work with me you feel it all right 
just if you don't feel just act like you feel it and a lighting upon him a lighting upon him and suddenly a voice came from heaven saying this is my beloved son you know that mufasa voice i can imagine that imagine in whom i am well pleased verse chapter 14 verse 1 then jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil chapter 4 verse 1 to be tempted by the devil verse 2 and when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights afterwards he was hungry wait stop we know the rest of the story you didn't get it yet right it didn't make any sense to you did you just catch what happened there he went to the water and immediately after water wilderness so spirit and thereafter satan you don't get it maybe it's because when we look at scripture um reading the text it's chapter 3 the end and then it starts with a new chapter the new experience chapter 4 and maybe it's when we read when we read text scripture we will read um a chapter and when the chapter ends it's as if when the new chapter starts is like how we read a novel the new chapter starts it starts like on a new day it's a new season new time new day so what happened in the previous text it ended then we sleep we get up bathroom have breakfast then the next chapter starts So let's go to the book of Mark. Let's break it out a bit more. Let's go to the book of Mark. So Matthew didn't do Mark's um sorry, Mark's. Oh Jesus Christ. Mark did not do uh sorry, Matthew did not do much um direct impact with the text. So let's go to Mark chapter 1 verse 10. By now my family will be saying go slow, go slow, talk slowly. talk slowly okay i'm thinking f- further than that i'm speaking let's let's break it down mark chapter 1 verse 10 and it says and immediately coming up from the water he saw the heavens parting and the spirit descending upon him like a dove you feel it now you lying Then a voice came from heaven Peace and immediately the next verse 12 immediately the spirit drove him into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil how do you come up from the water being filled with the spirit seeing the holy spirit and immediately being led into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil after every every holy ghost experience you have be mindful that the wilderness is next after every water experience you have 
and Holy Ghost move you have on your knees. Be mindful that the wilderness is next. We had a beautiful season. 2016, 17, 18, 19. Wow, we were flourishing as churches right across. As human beings, as families. And pa, COVID. Wilderness. And now we were hit. Will the wilderness experience not knowing what to do, how to do, where to do, not knowing way what is going to happen with our families, our homes, wilderness. I want to talk to you about the one person that went to the wilderness, experienced it all after Holy Ghost move, the troglodyte. The troglodyte. Everybody say the troglodyte. According to Google, as my wife says, Google answers and gives you information. According to Google, the word troglodyte is a person who has been in the wilderness, has experienced the wilderness, or who has been there and has come out. A wilderness explorer. Jesus went to the water, coming up wilderness. Moses went to the Red Sea, took the Israelites through the water. Ah, big wilderness. Brigham's not here. Assassin is, so he's not here to stop me. I'm sure I, they cannot stop me now from sharing house stories. But I know, I know, I know, because I, I was there. Well, not right there. I was, I was there. When Hannah was born, you can imagine Cecil was like right there. And he's like, no, don't worry, babe, don't worry. Just, just push it. You know, like, like he's feeling all the pain. Like, don't worry, don't, I'm with you, I'm with you. No, I'm carrying your pain, I'm carrying your pain. And she's holding his hand like, Land. They passed through Jericho, the last 
obstacle they cleared it clear the way when oh oh promised land yeah we in promised land hallelujah promised land where you walk in victory where you drive enemies out wilderness is a place of wonder the place of preparation a place of dry seasons a place of dryness a place where god is developing you a place where god is teaching you showing you how to be how to appreciate right now we in a season of wilderness and we will continually be in a season of wilderness until we as a world nation realizes how to appreciate and be grateful for what god has given us i prophetically speak these words i'll show you jesus receives a filling of the holy spirit in the river jordan and immediately goes 40 days to wilderness elijah fire comes then drought ends famine ends ha huh. 40 days wilderness wilderness is not strange to a spiritual experience wilderness is sandwiched between deliverance and dominion god delivers you god uh, restores you he heals you he gives you deliverance and before her now he gives you blessing and breakthrough he first takes you through a preparation experience to know how to take care and how to appreciate the blessing we have been getting blessing upon blessing upon blessing and we forgot how to appreciate the blesser blessing came blessing came blessing came every year flourishing flourishing we came to a point as a world nation where we stopped appreciating the blesser now we in a wilderness a dry season dry places wilderness dry places wilderness takes you up to preparation how to appreciate the dominion the bible says that an evil spirit went out of a man and went to dry places we go to dry places but we don't live there we don't stay there Deuteronomy chapter 2 verse 7 Deuteronomy chapter 2 verse 7 says for the lord your god has blessed you talking now about Moses and the Israelites blessed you in all the work of your hand he knows your goings through this great wilderness these 40 years the lord your god has been with you you have lacked nothing i want you to take note of that scripture where god almighty says i have been with you through those 40 years i have still been with you through your disobedience i have still been with you through your rebelliousness i've still been with you through your idolatry i've still been with you you have lacked nothing 
how many of us can say that through this dry season this wilderness that we are in right now we are still lacking nothing we still have god with us carrying us being with us never leaving us nor forsaking us he is god that is with us through it all in this wilderness we are still lacking nothing i i expected a much greater shout than that and a greater praise than that you still just sitting silent like you don't know what i'm talking about you experiencing a wilderness but still in the wilderness god is still faithful and he is there all the way through How many of you can testify for them? Thank you. The troglodyte goes through the wilderness. Numbers chapter 14 verse 34. And I have the fans on please or the doors open one of the two. Numbers chapter 14 verse 34. Moses sent out spies to check the land. The promised land he sent out spies being disobedient he sent out spies thank you to to check out the land and look at what what happens god because of the disobedience says for each and they, they spent 40 days the spies 40 days going out to check out the land god says i will give you one year for each day in the wilderness 40 years they spent in the wilderness because of disobedience i bring to your attention church and i need you to know that the wilderness is not a 40 year experience the wilderness could have been just a one day experience it was 40 days because of disobedience it was not 40 days because that is what god gave them wilderness can be shortened i'll show you through. 40 days became 40 years spiritual wilderness can be shortened or extended we don't determine if we go through it we decide how long we will go through it every one of us will go through a wilderness experience every one of us are called to be a troglodyte at some point in time but we decide how long that wilderness will last you decide by your obedience or by your disobedience how long that wilderness will last matthew 24 verse 22 jesus is speaking and he says unless those days were shortened no flesh will be saved unless those days were shortened were shortened no flesh will be saved he is literally saying it was 40 years and because it was 40 years none of them were saved every one of them died i didn't save any one of them because of the days but for the chosen ones these days will be shortened for the ones that are obedient for the ones that serve me for the ones that worship me for the ones that praise me for the ones that call upon my name in worship instead of calling upon my name in whining will be the chosen ones i will shorten their days in the wilderness they will flourish in the promised land of milk and honey 
Jesus says in Your dry days can be shortened. Let let's explain the story. Right back in time, story of Joseph. You know the story of Joseph, right? He has dreams. He comes up to Pharaoh and now he's second in charge. He interprets dreams. Yay, Joseph, 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 Joseph. He interprets dreams and now he is second in charge of all of Egypt. So his dad, Jacob, moved the Israelites down to Egypt because of the famine. It only makes sense because his son Joseph was second in charge of Egypt at the time. And jo- Jacob um brings the entire Israelites, all the Israelites, all 66 of them down to Egypt. His son Joseph second in command and and now everything is fine but for a while. Because they grew from 66 to 2.4 million people the israelites in egypt now the egyptians they stopped looking to joseph as their savior they started fearing their numbers what did they do they made them slaves you remember the story they made them slaves what did god do god sent moses 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 burning bush Ah burning bush Burning bush But whom must I say who sent me I am who I am Okay Moses goes Moses goes Ramesses Let my people go. Ramesses, Ramesses. He's now he's dead that's so now he's Pharaoh. You know Moses brother. Okay. <laughs> no. I will not let your people go. Then plague 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 comes. Plague 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 started to destroy Egypt Moses Ramesses now he's more confident because he did it the first time not the second time he knows how to do it okay let my people go Ramesses no i will not let your people go you still here right You intrigued in the in the story? Okay. I'm wondering why you're so quiet. <laughs> Maybe you can't hear me or something. So you you find you're still awake? Anybody needs a cup of coffee? Tea, coffee break? You know you do want. No, I said that already, right? I will not let your people go. Then again plague 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 and then Moses comes again and then now after m- multiple plagues Moses comes Ramesses it's time to let my people go <sighs> Ramesses okay 
I will let your people go. Go now. Or forever hold your peace. Moses takes 2.4 million Israelites out of Egypt. They leave Egypt. Ramesses gets angry. He starts to chase after them with chariots and horsemen and spears. No guns. And he chases them. They go down to the Red Sea. And at the beginning of the trip, God was leading the Israelites around danger, away from danger. Because the direct route the promised land would have just taken a few days 11 days to be exact 11 days and if they took the direct route they would have went immediately straight past Egyptian fortresses let's say they went and they got past the Egyptian fortresses they then would have went through past the Philistinian army, Philistine. Yes, I know um, Goliath was some centuries still down the road in the Bible. But still, Israel and Philistine were still at war. They were not on speaking terms. So that would have been a problem. That would have, wouldn't have helped. God knew that at the first sign of trouble, they would have ran right back to Egypt right back to slavery every one of them right back to slavery God took them through the wilderness to save them you in the wilderness because God is trying to save us He's trying to save us from things we cannot know or do not know or cannot fathom. We don't know the ways of God. We don't know what's around the corner. But he that knows all things knows that he's a God that is still here, that is still faithful, that still saves his people even though we cannot see it. And we cannot feel him in the wilderness. We cannot see him in the wilderness. But he is right there. To save you. He took them through the wilderness. To save them. These Israelites were in Egypt from around 210 to 400 years. Suffering. As slaves. The Bible says 600,000 men. Each of them had a wife, that is 1.2 million. Each of them had a child, that is 2.4 Israelites that got saved from slavery. Out of slavery. But only two made it to the promised land. Joshua and Caleb. Out of all of that 2.4 million only two made it to the promised land. Joshua and Caleb. Because of their belief, of their faithfulness, it was an 11-day journey, people. 
An 11 day journey turned into 40 years because of their disobedience, their idolatry, their fear, their rebelliousness. What journey in your life is taking you so long because of your wrong character? What journey in your life is taking you so long because of your wrong attitude? What journey in your life is taking you so long because of your wrong beliefs? We will forever be in this wilderness right here until we start believing and appreciating and stop rebelling in our idolatrous ways and start worshipping and start praising. He called us to be a praising nation, not a whining nation. To be a worshipping nation, not a complaining nation. To be a nation that knows how to stand upon the promises and the ways of God. Jesus, 40 days in the wilderness. It was dry. Look at what what, uh, Mark tells us. There were wild beasts. The angels ministered to him. He was tempted by Satan. And there were wild beasts. It was hot. There were no green plants around. And he was tempted by demons. He didn't complain or whine one single day. When you are in the wilderness, are you worshipping or are you whining? Are you whining or are you worshipping? How much of complaining have we done in the past two years rather than appreciation and praise to Him? How much of complaining? Name the complaints. We could write books of the complaints that just came out of our households. Yet we are a worshipping nation of a God that is the only living God. Is He not a God that took Jesus out of wilderness? That took Elijah out of wilderness? That took Moses out of wilderness? Joshua out of wilderness? Is He not a God that still today can take us out of wilderness? Come on church. Receive revelation. Scream a little bit louder than them. Don't be cute in your praise. Receive revelation. This is chastisement now. Receive revelation. Don't be cute about your praise. Receive revelation. This is the word of God, people. We are in the season of wilderness because of our whining and complaining. But he says, if my people who are called by my scripture is prophetic. He prophetically spoke scripture. Then for now, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways, stop complaining, man. Stop whining and start praising and start worshiping. I, the Lord, will heal your land. Hello. Come on. We're still sitting cute, sitting down every week in church. This is, this is chastisement now. <laughs> sitting down in church every week 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I go to church. I sign the register. I tick it off. Praise the Lord. We're back to our normal life. I'm tired of a normal life, people. I want to see miracles again. I want to see laying our hands again. I want to see being laid in the Spirit again. I want to see a Holy Ghost move once again in church and in lives and in homes. I want to see God doing something in our lives. But it starts with praise. It starts with worship. You're still sitting down like you can't hear me. I need to preach to somebody else that knows how to receive revelation. You need to praise Him and worship Him like your God is alive. Come on. I'm trying to stir you up and bring revelation into you. Praise Him. 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 All you people. The Bible says that everything that has breath the Lord. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. How many of you are still breathing? I'll sit down until I get, until I get the right response. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. How many of you are still breathing? that passed on thank you, thank you, I respect that sit down, sit down, sit down our loved ones that passed on they don't need to praise Him anymore because they can see Him there is nothing else you do in heaven you don't have a choice it automatically comes out of you do you know this? when you are in heaven you don't choose whether today I'm going to get up and praise Him you automatically, there is no time automatically will praise Him. There is no choice about it. And whether you like it or not, it comes out of you. So our loved ones that is now with Jesus, seated next to the Father, it automatically comes out of Him. But we have a choice here on this earth. Is that Mr. and Mrs. Play? Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Play, stand up. Put your hands together for them. They just got married last week. We have a choice. Thank you, sit down, sit down, sit down. To praise Him. How long you praise Him here depends on how long you stay in the wilderness experience. So you can be a troglodyte all your life you're on this earth or you can move out of being a trog and being a praiser the choice is yours I'm not going to be a trog that is similar to a frog I'm going to be a praiser and a worshipper to Elohim God El Elyon El Shaddai Adonai Elohim El Roy the God who sees and provides every single one of my needs I will praise Him every day no matter what kind of a day and the time and the day thank you I really appreciate what you're doing this morning you make it much easier for me the time that every one of us on this earth 
praises God with one voice, one mind, one heart, one spirit, instead of complaining that you are white and you are black and you are colored and you are Indian and you are some other kind. stand together is the day we step out of wilderness and into a land in the wilderness it's an experience where you're all alone and you go through a wilderness and, 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 and how you know you're in a wilderness you cannot feel anything you don't feel it in the wilderness we want to feel it because you're in the darkest hour in your life and you want to feel him, you want to experience him and say, Lord, please help me. I can't feel you. I need you right now. Huh? In the wilderness, you cannot feel him. He never promised one scripture that we would feel him, but he did promise that I will be with you. Right now, we have to rely and depend on the promise of his presence rather than the experience of his presence i can experience anymore holy ghost move laying of hands being slain in the spirit everybody a holy ghost move in the church we don't no have that we have to rely on the promise of his presence rather than our experience so if you haven't experienced his presence before you're gonna have a hard time because you wouldn't even know what it is because you haven't experienced it before now we have to rely on word rhema we have to rely on scripture that tells us i promise you i will never leave you nor forsake you but lord i want to feel you no you don't feel him in the wilderness you don't feel god in the wilderness you know god don't feel him did you hear that they sang my favorite song this morning so now I'm gonna I'm gonna raise my hands I'm gonna raise one hand and I'm gonna stop praying I'm gonna start and try and pray in tongues and I'm gonna go on my knees and praise but Lord I'm still not feeling you I'm still not feeling you I still can't feel you I still can't feel you you're not gonna feel God you have to know God in the wilderness and I tried everything. Bible says, be still and know that I am God. Behold, I am who I am doing a new thing. Can you not see it? Can you not know it? There's a new season. Now I'm doing new things. But if you stuck as a troglodyte in the wilderness, you will never see or even experience new things. You wouldn't even know if it hits you, if it came past you, because you're still a troglodyte sitting in the wilderness. As long as you are troglodyte sitting in the wilderness, you wouldn't even know my new things. Behold, I am doing a new thing. You can only see a new thing if you open your eyes to see a new thing. But as long as you're complaining and whining with your eyes closed, ah, COVID-19, COVID-19, complain, complain, complain. Your eyes will not be open. A new thing will pass right past you and 
you wouldn't see it because your eyes is closed to the glory of God. Can you not see it? Can you not know it? Behold! I am doing a new thing, says the Lord. Next week Sunday is our last Sunday morning service for 2021. I wonder how many will be found in the house of God. Church Christians have become an Easter Christian, a Christmas Christian, not even a New Year Christian. I wonder how many will fast with me from the 4th right up to the 13th for 40 days. I wonder how many will be diligent in the fast. I wonder how many will take Jesus seriously on the 31st of December going into January. In John chapter 9, Jesus saw a man, he was walking and he saw a man that was blind. Amazingly enough, the scripture caught my attention that he sees me first before I see him. Haggai had a revelation of this. He says, I see the God who sees me. Jehovah El Elroy, the God who sees me. He sees me and he knows me first. Even when I cannot see him, he's working. Even when I can't feel it, he's working. He's making ways. He's making ways. Roads in the wilderness. And he's making rivers in the desert, in the wilderness. He's making a way for me. In the Old Testament, God told the Israelites, no work on the seventh day, on the Sabbath. You cannot work. The Israelites could not do any work on the seventh day. In the New Testament, the Son of God, the Father. I mean, if you know that sometimes the Son just does things contrary to what the father does he goes and paints the wall black I'm not he takes away the flowers that the father put takes away the curtain that the mother put this is scriptural but in different contexts Jesus said going to perform miracles seven miracles to be exact was recorded in scripture that he performed on the Sabbath Peter's mother-in-law the man with the withered hand there was a blind man that he healed he healed a crippled woman then there was another man that he healed and he cast out a demon and then there's a lame man by the pool that he healed he even got into trouble all of this can he make a way for you yes he can you no longer bear to be a troglodyte. Even when I cannot see him, he's working. Even when I cannot feel him, he's working. He's making ways for me. He's making ways for me through the wilderness. Through the wilderness. He's making ways. He's making ways. He's making ways. You don't have to be a troglodyte anymore, church. Jesus can take us out of the wilderness. We don't have to stay 40 years until all our families are wiped out and then no one goes to the promised land. We can escape to the promised land today if we can, if we worship and praise Him. 
the trouble that I Jesus the man alone himself went to the wilderness and he said I'm not staying here 40 days 40 nights I'm done with this place I'm gonna worship my father immediately he was tempted he was tempted because he was hungry and he said get away with you hey Satan what's that went up get out from me get away from me don't even speak to me get away from me he told him straight on his face straight out when I asked you don't play with that guy you don't play with Jesus he's making ways for me ways in the desert ways to the storm even when I can't see it you working even when I can feel it is working he never stops he never stop never never no 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 Even when I can feel it, you working. Even when I can see it, he's working. Never stop, he never stop working. He never stop, he never stop working. Oh, 
always making ways for you. I'm always making ways for you. I'm always making ways for you. Even when you can see it, even when you can feel it, I'm always making ways for you. I'm always making ways for you. Even when you can feel it, I'm making ways for you. that you can praise me I still keep you on this earth so you can still worship me stop whining stop complaining and I beseech you I beg you as my church as my followers as your shepherd I am asking during this season come out of your mouth I speak as much as I am to myself as much as I am to you not a single complaint not a single whining but only praise only praise only praise only praise we're going through dry seasons yes we're in the wilderness yes but I can make a road through that wilderness. I can make a river in your desert plains. Throw your hands up in the name of Jesus. Lebra bolo brahanda lebra kase lebra yen. Seka lebra boshoto lebra hesene. Labra bolo brekese labra hesene. Yes. Can you still do it? Yes, I can. Lebroboso lo brekasa nebreke. Lebraboso lo brekasa nebreke. Jesus, I beseech you, brethren, like Paul said, 